1: A 10-point win for TCU,
0: 74-64. And they storm the court at Schollmeyer Arena for the second straight game.
1: What a performance by TCU.
0: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
2: BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday as we look forward to conference tournaments here in college basketball. So we're going to throw out some thoughts we have on – look, there's a ton of these, it's, and some of them start as early as this morning. I know Paul has a play on a tournament that's about to begin. This will go all the way through next weekend and the selection Sunday. I just got to say, though, that, that cut we played of TCU upsetting Kansas, did they say it's the second straight game TCU is, is stormed the court? Can you do yes. that? I feel like it loses a little luster if you're doing it back-to-back mm. games.
1: There were wisconsin uh no i'm sorry there were boilermaker fans that were mad that wisconsin stor- stormed the court last night they won the conference
2: right <laughs> like, i know it's nine okay. against
1: 10 but yeah th- it was fine and nobody was expecting that um can i just say that i love that i'm gonna hear you say tournament a million times over the next month tournament I-
0: I, I love that. We're going to get that You We're going to get so favorites. much tournament this month. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey,
1: time. bring it on, bring it on. I, I love it. Um,
0: Spe- speaking of Kansas though, they've lost the second straight game. I mean, they've got to snap out of this losing streak. I'm sure they will, but uh, it's not a good look for them.
1: Mm-mm. So I wonder what we're going to see with these conference tournaments. And last year, We saw a a bunch of long shots. So the question is, was that a one-off in a COVID season? Do you recall? I mean, remember last year when those tournaments were starting and we would just get news, okay, this player's out. Oh, this top player of the favorite in the conference tournament. They're out now. Oh, they're missing five players. We don't know how many players this team is missing. So I I would say be careful. It's all coming back to me as I was starting to look at the results from last year's conference tournaments. Here are a few of the longer shots that we did see. Now, am I going to take some shots? You better believe it. I absolutely will, and I can't wait to hear what Paul has to say about some of these smaller tournaments. But last year, Big 12, you had a nice price on Texas. They were your winner as a third favorite. They were 9-1, to and as a third favorite, you got such a nice price because Baylor was the odds-on favorite at minus 145 another longer shot this was the hot play i'm sharp i backed away in the last minute because too many people were betting it everybody was on it and it still hit because all the top players in the acc were going out georgia tech they i remember them opening 25 to 1 it closed 10 to 1 sixth favorite and they still won 10 to 1 georgia tech last year longer shots pack 12 Oregon State, 6 favorite at 25 to 1. Wow. They won the conference tournament and here's the big one. The Big East. Georgetown was 80 to 1 last year. I remember that. 80 to 1, the 8th favorite and they took down the Big East conference tourney.
2: I hope we get something like that again. Like yeah. that—that's what part part of what makes March so great is that the conference tournament lead into it. You know that you get those crazy things happening. A team comes out of nowhere and steals a conference bid, and it kind of sets the stage here for March Madness. All right, so we have a bunch of conference tournaments here that we're going to talk through, and uh, and the odds are up right now. You could find them now. Some of these conferences still have games to play, so yep. you could see a shift in odds. I mean, you get it now; it, it, it may shift. Right? We got an injury or whatever between now and when some of these tip off. But some of them do tip off as early as today. Why don't we start with Paul? Why, why don't we go to that? Because I believe he's got something on the earliest conference tournament. That is, Is this 10.30 a.m. Eastern? We getting a game today? Central. 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 11.30 okay. Central.
0: Eastern. Yeah. So okay. we're going to the Big South. Let me tell you about the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. They are plus 550, third uh, shortest odds to win the conference tournament. They're a number one defense <laughs> in the conference. 57th overall in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, They are number one in the conference in effective field goal percentage defense, two-point percentage defense. They are second at three-point percentage defense, and they're number one in offensive rebound percentage defense, so they're not getting killed on the defensive glass either. Their offense. 40% of their shots come from beyond the arc. So they'll live and die there a little bit, but they have three players who shoot 36% or better from three-point, another who shoots around 34%. They have, you know, you know, it's defense and three pointers. So that can definitely win you some games in March. Uh, looking at their schedule, their first three games are insane. They played UNLV, Arkansas, and Duke. Now, they lost by 6, 17, and 30, but they still played them. And then if you look at the top teams in the conference, the two teams that are slated above them, uh, Longwood is the favorite, and then you've got Winthrop, who I think we've all seen in the tournament before. Yeah, th- 0-3 against those th- those two teams. But in one game, Winthrop got hot from three; they shot like better than 40%. You know, okay, that happens. They lost. The other two games, they blew late leads. They were up seven with under seven to play against Winthrop. The second time, they lost by two. They're up by six with under two to play against Longwood, and they lost by six. So the likely they uh they have a bye. They don't play till Friday, but they'll likely play Winthrop in the semis. A you know, little NFL thing. You know, face a team three times. Real tough to beat a team three times, but they are going to play a Winthrop team most likely in the semis who they should have beaten at least once. And then if they get to the championship against Longwood, you know, you can definitely hedge a little bit if you want to, but at a plus 550, uh, they are a play for me.
1: 12 losses.
0: Yeah, so I
1: guess that's the reason that you get a good number in plus five fifty. So are you out on long wood? <laughs> what? You're
0: the odds are too. Sh- the odds are too short. Yes.
1: Um, uh, I did notice <laughs> that. Aaron's <laughs> waking up. I is. did notice that those
2: three. Teams- I noticed it the first time. I didn't want
0: to be the only one laughing.
1: I know, I know. We're so childish. Um, those three teams are all bunched up in the Ken Palm uh, rankings. Even though Webb, as you mentioned, they've got 12 losses on the year. So that certainly seems like the strong value play. Like, he doesn't even believe that uh, that long that much better than Webb. Stop. <laughs> so
0: you just wanted to say i'm so
2: glad
1: i'm so glad we started here I, oh i'm <laughs> gonna do it I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it so much i'm gonna talk about i'm down the big south every result top of every show and i hope they keep winning so we can keep doing it gotta have just gonna
2: go in and change our rundown before the show just <laughs> yeah. longwood at the long top wood. Just, <laughs> first segment longwood nothing else like just blank
1: <sighs> i want to make t- so many jokes but i feel like i might be going too far <laughs>
2: Hey, it's uh, way too south. far here. Big
1: South today. We've got Northeast Ohio Valley as well. Uh, Paul, were you focusing Big South? Any Anything in uh, either of these other tourneys starting today?
0: Not in the other two. I'll throw one out for early tomorrow morning in the Sunbelt Conference. This is kind of like you guys had to see this coming. It's a directional Alabama, South Alabama, mm, plus 410. So. Now... To be fair, they are number one in effective field goal percentage offense in the conference. Number two in field goal effective field goal percentage defense. So they're not. That's not nothing. Um, they don't turn the ball over. They get killed on the defensive glass a little bit. So that could be a problem. They do protect the rim, ironically enough, um, despite giving up a ton of boards. Uh, number one block percentage team in the conference. Top three in three point percentage defense and offense. Uh, in the conference, so against again, you look at the top two teams and how they fared against them. One and one against Georgia State, who, depending on where you look, they're the favorite. Or Texas State, they lost to three by Texas to mm-hmm. Texas State. Um, those two are the conference favorites, so they can definitely play with those two teams. They are playing in the first round, unlike Gardner Webb, they do not have a first round buy, so they got a little bit of a longer path. They've got a you know five twelve game in their own conference tournament, but. You know, been on these directional Alabama schools all year. I can't stop now. And at plus 410, uh, that price is most places, plus 400, plus 410. Uh, that'll be a play for me as well. So interesting. I've got, Texas a, I've got a
2: rival Sunbelt. That's oh, my team. I got go. a, Texas State is the one I was looking at, Joe. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Isn't it interesting that, that their record is by far the best in the conference and they're the th- third favorite on the odds board?
2: They won the regular season by far, right? You, you, simply, yeah. you look at the standings. They, they were by far the best regular season. They won 10, they won 10 in a row. You could find them at plus 430, similar odds to, to the directional Alabama school Paul is giving out right now, South Alabama. It's interesting. I was looking this morning um, kind of cross-referencing the odds versus who the experts, the, the four experts over at ESPN picked. Mm-hmm. So Georgia State only was picked by one of the four experts. Texas State, three of the four experts picked them. It just stood out to me like, wait, they're the they're the expert pick. They had the regular season by far the best record and they're plus four thirty. They're playing good basketball right now. I, I'm going to go with them. I, I I think it's an interesting play. Texas State plus four thirty. And the other thing we have to remember about these conferences, you're only getting one bid. Right. Like we could talk about Providence in the Big East if we go to that conference. Right. right? Like they're in the tournament anyway that they don't need to win the Big East tournament. Texas State does, or any of these schools do. So I I think they're an interesting play at plus 430. So I think Paul and I are going head-to-head in the Sun Belt. That's
0: interesting. Honestly, I don't hate your side. Um, I might play both and just kind of fade Georgia State. If you look offshore, Texas State is the favorite at plus 240. So you're getting a great number on FanDuel, or at least wherever else you're looking right now, if you're getting that number.
2: Paul, I was expecting you to –
1: I was expecting you to talk up Bryant.
0: No, no. that's a, that's a, that's, that's our that's our buddy's bit, you know. I know, a, I know. Yeah, but they've been but they've been wondering. a cover machine. Um, but they're going against Joe Ostrowski. Can't go against Joe Ostrowski.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, where where are we? Where are we in the? odds? Does Joe
2: go? know about this bit? This bit? The, the player. He knows of Joe nation? Ostrowski. Yeah. I'm so
1: I have to. Yeah, it ends in a Y, right? The guard. Yeah. yeah. Connecticut. 250
0: to one. I I just have to, right? (laughs) I think you have to. (laughs) I I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Yeah. 16 point dogs, uh, 250 to one, but 16 point dogs against Bryant. But Bryant does seem like the team that's far and away the best in that conference. And at minus 105, even money, basically, not bad.
1: Look, man. I mean, we're 348 on Ken Palm, 8 and 23 on the year. Outside of uh, top 330 in offensive and defensive efficiency central connecticut seems prime for a run
0: figuring it out
1: yeah so figuring it yeah. out let's take some time
0: take some time we should, uh, should we just set our own line on joe ostrowski's props
2: by the yeah. end of the uh by the end of the show? <laughs> 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 points rebounds assists. yeah i think so yeah i don't know where we want to go next
0: i don't think he's, he's bad. bad well he's not he
2: may average like four points a game right he's uh he's, he's working his way through the rotation
1: Um, Anything on the any uh, thoughts on the Ohio Valley starting today? We've got, of course, Murray State, the odds on favorite minus 175. You know, I I took a a shot on them as far as making a run in the tournament for the final four and just for the heck of it in the tournament. The 25th in Ken Palm overall. So obviously they they are the big favorite. So the question is, are are they going to go down if they don't win the tournament? They put them in, right?
2: I think they do. I, th- I think they're yeah. the rare small school, you know, small conference team that would get in with a loss. You've got to. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been one of the best teams in college basketball all year. Wait. They're one of the biggest favorites, Aaron, in terms of these conference tournaments. Like to, to see them at minus
0: Yeah. Well, I think like who else is minus Gonzaga? Gonzaga um, is minus. Yeah. Um But my question is when you see these um teams like a Murray State or Gonzaga, who are minus favorites, heavy yeah. favorites is it how how rare is it to actually have an upset in a situation like that or because to me i'm thinking that's just probably a stay away conference tournament then like why not right. gonna lay, lay minus 215 or whatever especially um, after the conference.
1: gonzaga's uh l- late loss to close the regular season there yeah. but that is when you find value like, like i mentioned with the texas one so baylor was the big favorite last year and they end up uh, bowing out, and so that's why you got a good number on Texas at nine to one as a third favorite. True. So, so and that's Gonzaga's when you find the lost most value. At
0: St. Mary's, right, and they're plus four twenty five to win yeah. the tournament.
1: I mean, like if if you look at the ACC, so Duke is the odds-on favorite there. Um, mm-hmm. You can find some value there. Is it going to happen in back-to-back seasons when the ACC has a big upset? I don't know, but. Um, because Georgia Tech last year they were twenty-five to one, then they closed right. ten to one, and they ended up winning the tournament. But that—that's how you end up finding that value. And in a one-and-done scenario, I mean, that's why we call it March Madness, right? Just like the tournament, the real tournament starting in a couple of weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. I do think uh, you mentioned the ACC, Joe. I, I think Notre Dame is interesting at, at plus seven fifty. Yeah. Like, if you're looking to fade Duke, right? Let's say Duke's not going to yeah. win the ACC tournament. It's pretty. It's pretty even. You can make a case for three or four teams probably after that from, you know, Wisconsin, uh, Wake Forest to, to Notre Dame, Carolina, if you want to throw them in there. I like Notre Dame. I feel like Notre Dame's had an underrated season. They are they're 48th in Kempom and they have won. I think they've won 17 of the last 20 games that they were four and five early in the season. And since then, they have played really well. They lost a road game at Wake. And that's, that's pretty much it for the last three weeks of basketball. And they lost at, they lost against Duke. That's it. I mean, they've just reeled off win after win. If Duke gets picked off, I can see Notre Dame winning the tournament.
1: They've won seven of eight in conference play lately. And in December they beat Kentucky, not the same Kentucky team, but they did take down Kentucky. So, so there is that chance. I mean, yeah, you look at it, it's, the odds definitely reflect the teams that are trending, trending down. I would stay away from Wake Forest. They've lost three of their last five. But you've got to take a look at the three teams that did beat Duke in conference play, and they are Miami, eleven to one, Virginia, seventeen to one, and then there's Florida State. They've been playing terrible ball, losing eight of ten. But Florida Great. State did beat Duke this year, and they're sixty-five to one.
2: Could the Jaguars trade the number and overall pick? We'll hit that next and look at some mock drafts to get some value on the 2022 NFL draft next on the BQL network.